Welcome to Direct Line with Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It is Thursday, September 9. Greg Taylor, Stephanie Spangler. Steph, Saturday, the 20th anniversary of 9-11. We're going to talk about it all morning long. And it's hard to believe for me it's been 20 years. 20 years. And our world's changed a lot. And it's been a really discouraging summer in many ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just seeing what's happening with Afghanistan and um, just all that's unfolded the last 20 years. We're going to have a very special guest during our second segment, Bean Han, one of our sponsors, a veteran of the United States military, is going to come and just kind of talk about his experience. And uh, But, um, man, it's just amazing uh, the way time flies. 20 years. I mean, those are the moments probably like some people fill out with JFK. You just remember exactly where right. you were. and. Right. You know, you just kind of feel like I remember how yeah. young I was yeah. and yeah. the kids were so little and yeah. life was just seemed so different yeah. then yeah. and how many things have changed with travel right. now and right. just it's it changed our world. It did. It did. It changed our world. And, and think about the families. It changed yeah. families dramatically yep. who lost people they loved. I was listening to a documentary this morning as I was on my morning walk mm-hmm. and it was a... Um, the, the wife widow of a New York firefighter mm, mm-hmm. and just how her life changed forever. Now it was a very uplifting mm-hmm. story, you mm-hmm. know, that, I mean, she lost her husband and it was, you know, heartbreaking mm-hmm. and tragic, but she kind of said, here's where we are 20 years later. But mm-hmm. y- you know, you think 3000 lives, but those are 3000 different distinctive lives and stories. Right. You know, I was in New York city changed. that year in August before it happened in September, we were on vacation with another couple and we tried to go have dinner at windows. Was yeah. it windows on the world? I think. Yeah. Yeah. And we weren't dressed appropriately. Oh. I mean, we were just in shorts or whatever. He said no thanks. And, yeah, yeah, so we knew we couldn't. But just, you know, just seeing the mass. Have you ever seen the World Trade Centers when they were standing? Well, here's How the massive. crazy thing. I was teaching and the- working at Lincoln Christian College at the time, and we had a spiritual formation group. Every faculty member had a spiritual formation group, and one of the guys in my group was Joe Flammer, first semester sophomore from Long Island. Okay. okay. And I'll never forget mm. that Thursday morning mm-hmm. after 9-11. I mean, he was just a mess because that's his town, yeah. you know, yeah. and, oh, yeah. and I learned a lot yeah. about the Twin Towers. I learned a lot yeah. about, um, you know, what is it? Lower Manhattan? Yes. Is that what they the called it? I think. District, right, yeah. right. I mean, massive, yeah. massive buildings. And see, for me, I knew about the World Trade Center, but I didn't know a lot about it necessarily. But um, yeah, 20 years. Hard to believe. Children hey. have grown up. And yes. I mean, yeah. a whole generation yeah. that d- know. doesn't mean as much to them because they, they don't remember seeing it. But Don't you think that's part of the problem? That you have people that didn't experience. Like I, I'll have people talk to me about Pearl Harbor when I was younger. Right, and it doesn't. I know Pearl Harbor right. from the history book. Right. Um, it it angers me, but I I didn't live through it. You know, I wasn't sitting in my living room listening to the radio. There's right. no television at right. that time. Right, like my grandparents were. Right. You know, yeah. and so. Yeah. I, think, I don't know that it's a problem. I think it's our responsibility yeah. to well, pass it on. You and, you know, th- if you ever get a chance to go see the uh, the memorial, memorial down in, in World Trade Center, go. It's an amazing, amazing museum. Absolutely. Hey, um, we do Celebrate Recovery yep. every Tuesday mm-hmm, night. Mm-hmm. And this week, 
uh, you were leading the worship, mm -hmm. and you introduced the song. I don't think it's a new song, but maybe it was a new song for Celebrate Recovery entitled New Wine. <laughs> Which um, I thought was, I yeah. had to explain. Yeah. If, if you're here tonight, and yeah. you're like, who's the crazy woman right. singing about new wine and at a recovery? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the thing I loved about it was, you know, you basically said the idea that Jesus came and Jesus was the new wine. You know, mm -hmm, Jesus right. was the blessing and how our world can just be overwhelming. Our mm -hmm. lives can yeah. just be overwhelming. And I, I think you just said, you know, if you want to just come and pray, just come and pray. And if you're a leader and you want to just come and pray, just come and pray. But what I loved about it was the number of people that came and they prayed, and then there's others that came. So talk a little bit about that. Our world's just heavy right now. And I just thought it was a it was a very touching um, worship moment during Celebrate Recovery. Well, I have found myself the last couple of weeks very tired. Like a couple of weeks ago, I went home on a Monday night and I just, I could not stop crying. I, and I'm not a big crier, but I just am tired. There's so much heaviness. We've lost people in our church that we love. Um, there's so much political junk going on. Right. And uh, then COVID, here, here we are in another big round of it. And so I just find myself overwhelmed and tired. And I thought, I bet there are other people here tonight that are just tired and, feeling that. and are really feeling the pressure. And for me, it was like, you know, those grapes, right. <laughs> when you're pressing them and crushing them to get the juice out, yeah. it ha you, they have to go through that process. And I'm like, do you feel like a grape? I feel like a grape, the pressing and the crushing. Right. And I feel that in my spirit. And so I just wanted it to be a, prayer, a time of prayer. But I, I love it when people will come forward to pray in church or at Celebrate Recovery. And my thing is, don't let someone come alone. Yeah. Just go and stand with them. You don't have to say anything, yep. but just be with them. Well, I think people feel so alone sometimes. And yes. I don't think at church you should ever feel alone. And I think sometimes we're good at that. We sit alone in our yep. pews yep. and we don't really connect. And something that I love that you said, I don't know if you remember saying it or not, you, you said, you know, there may be leaders that come up. Don't let this roll through your mind. What's going on in her world? What's right. going on? He's They're praying. They came up to pray. Yes, you know? I think and leaders are. T I I feel yeah. for a pastor. I feel yeah. for you. Yeah. I mean, there's so much pressure on you yeah. guys that are leading congregations, and you're tired. Yeah, yeah. you're tired, and yeah. we need to pray for each other. I mean, the Bible says, "Pray for each other so that you will be healed." Yes, and so I yep. think I don't. know. That's what the, the song meant to me. Well, so. I thought it was really great, um, and I want to just. Uh, we don't do this a lot. We don't. I don't think ever do it on direct mm -hmm. line. But mm -hmm. um, as I was thinking about this, the words of Jesus. In Matthew 11, I think Matthew's the only gospel writer that records it, but I love this. Come to me, Jesus mm -hmm. said, all you who are weary and burdened, mm -hmm. yes. I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. Take my yoke upon you, learn from me. I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. Mm -hmm. And so That's I good. share that just to say there's a whole bunch of churches in Danville and Vermilion County and West Central Indiana. And if you're listening, maybe you haven't been to church in a long time. Mm -hmm. um, find rest for your soul. How's right. that? That's really good. All right. Well, That's hey, really we are going to go to break. And when we come back, we are going to visit with our friend Bean Han. Segment three this week is our friend Chris Robinson. And we're glad that you're joining us for Direct Line. It's Thursday, September 9. Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler will be right back after this. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great! 
Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Ready to lace up your tennis shoes to support local families? Invite some friends and join us for the 2021 Women's Care Clinic It's Time to Win Walk for Life. This year's event is Saturday, September 25th at 9 a.m. in Lincoln Park in Danville. Every dollar raised is used to provide life-affirming medical services and education, along with love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. Plus, all walkers who raise $150 in gifts and pledges receive a free t-shirt. Come and make a difference by supporting Women's Care Clinic, where we're changing lives one decision at a time. To sign up or learn more about It's Time to Win Walk for Life on September 25th, call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic, changing lives one decision at a time. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, September 9. And Steph, a uh, couple days is uh, the 20th anniversary of 9-11. I had big plans. Um, we had a staff retreat back in the mm-hmm. spring. I wanted to do a big event right. and really celebrate this 20th anniversary. I'm glad we didn't do that just in light mm-hmm. of how our world right. and the whole Afghanistan thing mm-hmm. has unfolded. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's important to learn from history. And I want to spend some time mm-hmm. just talking about that terrible day. It was a Tuesday mm-hmm. back in 2001. And our direct line sponsor, Bean Han, has joined us. And I think Bean has a very unique perspective. Right. perspective I don't have and you don't right. have right. as someone that served in the military. So I want to just start by kind of talking about what do you, Bean, what do you remember? Stephanie, mm-hmm. what do you remember? And then where do we go from here? Bean, you start. Yeah, I was a production manager for a landscape company in Champaign, actually, when it started. Okay. And kind of thought just a little plane had hit a building. Yeah. Had no idea what was to follow. This was just a couple years out of me being out of service. Right. Uh, so it hit very close to home. A lot of the guys I worked with, a lot of guys I trained, yeah. were uh, sucked up in it very, very quickly. Now, you were in a war. Yes. And you were in conflict. Right. And yet, to see this happen in America. Right. I'm guessing, is that the first time you'd ever seen anything? Well, it was the first time any of us had yeah. ever seen yeah. anything like yeah. that. I mean, yeah. that, you couldn't fathom yeah. that happening. So, yeah. Yeah. Crazy stuff. What do you remember from that day? Well, my children were very small, and I had a babysitting, a little babysitting business. So I had extra kids in my home, and the TV was on. I was feeding babies breakfast, and uh, my 
husband at that time was working in Cleveland, downtown Cleveland, and that was where the plane turned around. Right. And so he abandoned, you know, that that whole that whole business meeting was, you know, they all left and and that plane actually landed in his parents' hometown, oh, um, wow. Somerset County. Yeah. And so it, you know, like 93, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, his dad was a truck driver and he was out, yeah. out in it. Um, yeah. you know, it, it, it just, it's a time and it's a time where you just will never right. uh, forget where you were and what you were doing. I was working for Lincoln Christian College at the time. And I usually took, I was director of admissions and I would take one day a week and I was on the road the whole day, Mm -hmm. go to high schools, go to church youth groups. And that was my travel day. And I was leaving and I was going to stop by and see some friends in Clinton. And I called just to make sure we were still Mm -hmm. on. And the wife told me that a plane had hit Mm -hmm. the World Trade Center. I just thought, you know, a terrible accident, Mm -hmm. just, you know, Mm -hmm. negligence. And then by the time I got there, mm-hmm. the second plane mm-hmm. had hit, and she actually had the the television on in her kitchen, and mm-hmm. um, you just thought, what is mm-hmm. going on? Mm-hmm. And just as the day unfolded, everywhere I went, I couldn't get into high schools. High schools mm-hmm. went into lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up being a very short travel day when you get right back to it. But I got home. My daughter was five. Uh, my son mm-hmm. was not even two at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the first time I ever truly felt helpless. I'd always felt like, you know, we'd had the Oklahoma City bombing and you'd had terrorism that had taken place, but it was almost like, man, are are we under attack? And the answer is yes, absolutely, we were. And I just wondered, and I think it's probably true, this is a day that forever has changed America. Absolutely. You know, I mean, we still have not gone back to right, the way right. and, and won't. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, Bean, I guess, you know, this is a hard conversation to have, but we were in Afghanistan for almost 20 years. Um, this has not been um, anything close to what any American wanted to see happen the last several weeks. I think there's been a lot of failure. You know, I, um, I'm amazed that some are trying to talk about victory in this midst. Right. How, how do you see this? Yeah, there's, unfolded? There, there's no victory here. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of the ones who wanted to, uh, to get out, get out, get out. Yeah. I mean, I understand the yeah. thinking. Yeah. But if you're going to get out, you get out. Yeah. Five years in. Yeah. When you're in 20 years, you own it. Right. It's yours. You've colonized it at that point. Right. So uh, the way we did that was it's a travesty. Yeah. It just is a travesty. Yeah. And so someone's listening. You know, one of the things that history teaches us is that Vietnam did not end well. And yet many of our soldiers came home from Vietnam. They were treated horribly in America. And that's shameful. That's an abomination. How how does someone say I think the decisions that were made at the highest level were wrong. I'm appalled by what I've seen happen, but still support the men and women on the ground because th- they're they're following orders. They're yeah, not well, making I mean, I orders. Think now everybody understands now that the guys who carry the guns aren't the ones making the decisions, right. the big decisions. Right. And so, yeah, thank goodness that we're not in that Vietnam era where where yeah. soldiers are, are they're more respected now than than I think they ever have been and and they you know they did what was asked of them yeah uh, just the problem is the wrong things were asked of them you know we are recording a couple days before this show goes on the air so a lot could change i guess in in the next 72 hours i don't think it will though it sounds like there's hundreds that were left behind right Sounds like whether it's American citizens or green card holders which i think have the same rights as american citizens yes. um right what do we do with that how 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 can you even wrap your brain around that? I don't that? know that there's an answer. To, I mean, it, it, we have to be covertly getting our own people out yeah. of a country with our yeah. 
enemy. When I heard the Pentagon spokesman stand up that day yeah. and say we are coordinating with the Taliban yeah. how to protect us, yeah. or that's a phrase I thought I would never yeah. hear. Yeah, yeah. So it really is. It's 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 bad. It's yeah. bad, and I, it's a shame that we're in this spot. Yeah. When I think about a lady who was or a lady now who was five years old when we got there four right. or five right. now is 25. Right. All she knows is what we, you yep. know, our umbrella. Right. And right. now that umbrella has gone. And I, it's just hard to imagine what their life's going to be like. And, you know, I hope that this talking point doesn't go away. You know, this was on the front page of every newspaper, you know, the front page of every website. It was the, the lead story on the, the news shows at night. And my fear is that there's going to be something that's going to come along and we're just going to kind of blow it off. But, man, I hope it stays in front of us. I hope praying people pray. I hope that leaders rise up and say there's something more important than politics and political victory, and let's do everything we can to get Americans home. I, I can't imagine. I guess there's um, high school students that went to California. That They're right. still there. Right. You know? From California. They're from California. Yeah, okay. They went to Afghanistan right. on a trip. They're still there. They didn't get out. Right. I mean, Steph, can you imagine if your kids or my kids or our kids, I yeah. mean— what would you do? Now, well, now some of that stuff I don't have as much sympathy for, okay. simply because you shouldn't have been there. I mean, there's I some you. that could not get out. You. Yeah, we we didn't do what we were supposed to do to prepare for them right. to get out. Right. But you know, for some who, yeah, you, you were told not to go. Right. So how right. much blood do we shed? Yeah. You know, to undo yeah. what you were told not. That's yeah. a tough one. It really it is, is tough. really hard. And again, I I love. When I hear stories of Christians that say, where can I go and serve in the name mm -hmm. of Jesus? Mm -hmm. Afghanistan's the second most dangerous place in the world mm -hmm. behind North Korea. Mm -hmm. But you're right, Bean. I mean, there's absolutely a risk when that plays out. And um, we'll see where it goes. But uh, 20 years, man, it's hard to believe it's been 20 years. I think. Did you serve? You did not serve in Afghanistan, did you? No, I was no. I was out yeah. in 99. Were, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, yeah, it was before that. Yeah. Hey, I also want to talk about Katrina while sure. we got you in here. Yeah. Hurricane Katrina landed 16 years ago. And uh, for me, it's just surreal. We talked about it last <laughs> week, but I was on the streets of New Orleans a month ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the guys, I always love the hurricane video where the guys <laughs> like hugging the light <laughs> yeah. pole and the rain's coming down. But I'm looking, they're saying, I stood on Canal Street right there three right. weeks ago. Um, you know, obviously, Katrina was just devastating. Yeah. You actually made a trip down there. Talk a little bit about that. I did. Yeah, it just touched me again. I was not too long out of the service and I did combat search and rescue. Okay. When I I was in the service and so it just struck me uh touched me in a way that nothing else had yeah so i loaded i went to county market loaded up my truck wow. with groceries and yeah. south i headed yeah and i ended up in a gulfport gulf gulfport mississippi uh-huh and uh the Avi army aviation community with that kind of stuff is relatively small okay so i found people that i knew people yeah. who knew who i was even though i was a civilian yeah uh i from what I did, yeah. I was known. Right. And so I hooked up with some friends of mine. So in the daytime, I would help them with search and rescue. And at nighttime, I went to an elementary school where the West Virginia Red Cross was. Okay. And I pulled security for them at night. Wow. While, while this was going on. But it was, it was, no, I've never seen anything like that. And the, yeah. It was like the, 
the ocean just came up, swallowed yeah. the ground, and left. It was crazy. And you know the crazy thing about this most recent hurricane? It was catastrophic because the power failed. But the levees, it sounds like, held for the most part. Mm -hmm. right. But then you look at the Northeast. This system, it wasn't a hurricane by the time right. it got to the Northeast. Hammered. 50 people have died right. in the flooding. I mean, yeah, Some of the pictures of the water coming through basements is yes. terrifying. Or the New York subway. Subway, yes. right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't believe it. It yeah. looked like a scene out of one of the Die Hard movies. <laughs> right. You know what yeah. I mean? When they yeah. blow yes. the bridge up or whatever, yes. and yeah. you're like, what in the world? And it's just a reminder that there's a lot of problems in a lot of places. And what I love are people like you, when situations like this happen, they say, I'm not going to be content to just say a prayer, even though prayer absolutely is powerful, but I'm going to go and physically do something. I would and, just be beside yeah. myself if I got in a car and drove. I wouldn't know what to do. I mean, yeah. I'm glad that people who do know what to do, they go and they do it. But, you know, for years you would have mission trips that would take place right. from local churches right. that right. would go to New Orleans mm -hmm. or Mississippi mm -hmm. or Alabama, mm -hmm. and they would help with Habitat for Humanity or other great organizations. And um, I always, I guess, chuckle a little bit on the inside when people are willing to articulate all that's wrong with the church, mm -hmm. and the church is not perfect, mm -hmm. but there's a lot that's right. And oh I think one of the things I love is when I see people of faith mm -hmm. rise up and say, I'm going to go, and I'm going to do what I can do, mm -hmm. and I'm going to serve as long as I can serve, right. and that I'm going to make a difference. Yeah, that quiet servant. We were reminded that this week with Phil Turner, our friend yeah. Phil Turner's funeral. What a great yes. celebration that was. But yes. to me, the overriding theme of it was he went toward the hurt. Yes. He always went toward the hurt, and I, yeah. I just hope I can have a legacy yeah. like that. Cause How did that change you? I d did it change you by going there? I mean, what you saw, did you meet anybody that, like, that really impacted you or just the whole experience? I don't know. I, I mean, it was a little bit different. I mean, it was because I was a civilian at this point. So in the day I was dealing with army guys, mm -hmm. which I was more used to. Yeah. And in the evening dealing with civilian guys, which is mm -hmm. a little, so it was very different for me. But I mean, the, when you're in the army, you deal with disasters and things like that. So right. it wasn't maybe as much as it would have been, but okay. watching, being a part of watching what the Red Cross, that was the first time I'd ever been with them. Yeah. And they are just, I mean, they're volunteers. Yeah. They left their home. They came and sleep on a cot and yeah. eat what they can. And the work that they put in is just, I mean, that's God's mm -hmm. work. That's, that's the hands and feet right there. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's good stuff. Well, hey, as we wrap up this segment, um, one of the things that I am reminded of every time an anniversary of 9-11 rolls around is how thankful I am for first responders, you know. And there's probably never been a time in my lifetime that it's been more difficult to be in law enforcement. And yet I think this is a great opportunity. Saturday is September 11. It's a great opportunity to reach out and say thank you to the first responders, whether that's your paramedics or your fire department personnel or your right. law enforcement personnel. You know, they are people that don't kind of raise their hand and say, hey, check me right. out. Right. But they're running in when everybody else is running mm -hmm. away. Yeah. And so I'm just going to throw this out. If you know someone that's a mm -hmm. first responder, someone in law enforcement, take some time the next couple of days and thank them. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know this for sure, but I'm guessing they would love a plate of chocolate chip cookies <laughs> or some <laughs> banana bread yeah, no. or a gift card, something right. along those lines. Right. Cause um, they see people much of the time at their very worst. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a great opportunity for people that are doing good to just say, thank you for your service. Yeah. I mean, their entire life is spent running towards the hurt. I mean, right. we, you know, some of us do it on the, big news occasions and so forth, but theirs right. is every day. Every yep. day they mm -hmm. wake up and Absolutely. lace up and go toward our hurt. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Mm -hmm. I love it.
Hey, Bean, thank you for joining us. One last thing. You're one of our sponsors, and right now you're giving your commercial time to the Women's Care Clinic, yes. and they got a big event coming up two weeks from Saturday, the annual Walk for Life, trying to raise a lot of money to support the Women's Care Clinic. I'm super passionate about the work that they do, and if you want more information, reach out to me at Second Church, 442-7306, and we'll get you everything you need to know about the Walk for Life. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for having me. You guys do a great job. All right. We're going to break. We'll be right back after this. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement, too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring... This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg, and what a great segment with our friend Bean. Now, we know him as Bean, right. but other people in the community might know him as Joseph, but right. um, his thoughts on, um, you know, Afghanistan yeah. and 9-11. 9-11 and Katrina. Katrina. I just am always so impressed, like we said, people who just, like, pack up their truck and go right. to where there's trouble to help. Well, you know, it's cool for me to get to know people, obviously fairly new on staff here, right. and then to learn their journey right. up to this point in time and to think, you know, that 30 years ago he was serving in the military, right. you know, and right. um, in harm's way. I mean, it just, it's it's really meaningful, definitely. Right. Right. And I love the, I don't think we mentioned it, but I love that he's on my worship team. Yeah. And um, yeah. I just love that people, you kind of get intertwined in people's lives and, you know, you get to know them and they get to serve with you. And yeah. it's just, it's, it's meaningful. I always feel safer when he's on the worship team. <laughs> And I'm just well, gonna leave on, it. I'm gonna leave it at that. All right. But, but he's a he's 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 our guy. <laughs> That's right. When he's, he's on that, the stage, we feel safe. That look. That's right. Well, out. I'm glad to have in studio with us for this segment another uh, guy who um, we've gotten to know over the years. Um, 
He has led worship with me. Um, he's cracked my spine yes. m- for many times. Yes. <laughs> cracked, not cracked, adjusted. <laughs> oh, I mean That's adjusted. Right. That's okay, right. yeah, yeah. We're glad to have with us this, this afternoon Chris Robinson. This yeah. morning, actually, Chris yeah. Robinson, and uh, he's also a sponsor of Direct Line. Absolutely. So, welcome to the studio, Chris. Thank you. So good to be here. Yeah. So the last time we had you, I looked back. It was way back in April of 2020, I hmm. believe, and wow. we were early in the COVID mm-hmm. shutdown mm-hmm. and. Um, Catch us up. I mean, what's happening in the world of Robinson Chiropractic? I think since you've been on Watsika has opened. I believe it had just opened. Or it had just opened. Okay. okay, yeah. So, what's happening with Robinson Chiropractic? Hey, we're we're moving around along in this mission of spreading the love of chiropractic yeah. care, and yeah. things have been going great. You yeah. know, obviously having to uh, pivot with mm-hmm. COVID and right. learn how to navigate the world uh, that we live in now, but God's good. Yeah, you know, he, he sees us through it, and uh, we're still able to carry out our mission of helping people with chiropractic care. Yeah. How did COVID change your your business? Yeah, I think of just keeping up with, um, you know, any requirements coming out, any recommendations from CDC and the health department, and uh, trying to still, you know, push our mission of natural health care yet, you know, right. abide by whatever regulations they had. So it, you know, beyond extra cleaning procedures and masks and social distancing, it, you know, it didn't change too much. Did it affect you? Like, did you gain clients by people saying, hey, I want to deal with COVID in a more like holistic um, manner? Did you gain or did you lose some clients through it? Some of both. Yeah. Um, You know, now we're, we're really back to where we're, we're Uh growing Uh beyond where we were even pre-COVID. Okay. Which is fantastic. But yeah, I think the, the fear of COVID had everybody looking more into how do I, how do I get healthier? Right. right. You know, we've all seen the information with COVID deaths that we know how much more likely it is if you're an unhealthy individual who's right. diabetic, obese. Uh, so yeah, if we can get our health under control, our bodies are going to better be able to fight and whatever it is coming at us, COVID or any other illness. Well, isn't chiropractic care really more, it's prevented. It's yeah. preventive. If you do, if you do preventive care, you're less likely to suffer the injury or have those health problems. Yep, absolutely. You know, most people start chiropractic because they're injured right. or ill or some sort right. of symptom that's brought them in. But we quickly, you know, we let them know we're going to address that concern. But we quickly start educating them about the human body and how taking care of it in a preventative means is much better than waiting until there's injury or illness. Uh, and that goes with your immune system working well, as well as your structure of your body and, and thinking more, you know, geez, we take better care of our cars a lot of times than we do our own body. Right. We get it with our teeth, uh, but your musculoskeletal system, your nervous system needs that maintenance and that preventative care too. It's getting bombarded with stress. It's not just physical stress of, oh, I bent wrong. It's the mental right. stress yes. that adds up that tenses muscles in our nervous systems um, just as much, if not more than it is the physical things we're doing. So right now, Robinson Chiropractic, how many locations, how many doctors? So we're at four locations, and right now we are at eight doctors, including myself. Okay. Um, we've had an intern in recently, and it's been it's been good to have her, and that's you know really why we're seeing my role change at the office and yeah. more and more all the time. What's it changing? Uh, so evolving? from from being you know very much involved in in patient care and my hands on patients most of my time through the week to where. Now I'm about a 50-50 split of seeing patients to overseeing the offices and helping to train doctors and making sure our offices are staffed. Fortunately, I have a great office manager and yeah. Trina Keller that's mm-hmm. been with me for 15 years now. Yeah. Uh, so she helps me with a ton of that. But there's definitely roles and decisions that 
only I can make, and I've got to keep positioning myself to be able to do that. And on the way over here, I you know was just kind of comparing it in my head to to Jesus and the disciples. That uh-huh. you know, not in any way is the <laughs> yeah. message of chiropractic as right. important as the gospel right. message. I'm not saying that, but you know, just looking that you know, yeah, we all would have loved to have got to spend time with Jesus here on earth in the human form and got to be touched by him, healed by him, prayed with him. Right. Uh, but he said it was better that he he leave the disciples right. and, and leave them to spread the gospel message, and he was able to send the Holy Spirit to continue his work. Uh, and that's, that's kind of what I see, where in order for us to spread the message of chiropractic care, if I keep you know, 40, 50 hours a week with my hands on patients and I'm not spending time with the doctors and, and recruiting doctors to this area, mm-hmm. yeah. our mission stops. Mm-hmm. You know, I can only do so much. And it's sad, it's bittersweet because I love taking care of patients. I have some patients that have been with me since day one, 18 years of yeah. working on their bodies and I love them, I deeply care for them. So in, in no way would we ever leave them not well taken care of and we right. want them to know that, that this is just us trying to take another step in the direction that we feel God has called us and being able to serve more people. And, and it is our mission to see chiropractic be like dentistry, where 80% of people are utilizing it for preventative care. They're not waiting until their teeth fall out. They're not waiting until their back goes out right. to use chiropractic care. And, and we, we believe it'll be a healthier community if we do that. So my wife recently um, hurt her back and had not done chiropractic since high school and was just totally blessed by your staff and and you I think adjusted her one time but here's the thing that was really surprising is the level of her feet was off by a I, I don't know if that's the right way to put <laughs> yeah. it but um I, I couldn't believe how much it was off how's that happen yep. how's that play out that it can be sure that uh misaligned yeah our bodies are so full of imbalances um and all the traumas that we go through in life. You know, we always, we teach patients the first trauma to our spine really is childbirth. Yeah. And we all go through that one yeah. way or the other. So yeah. whether it's a cesarean, you know, if you ever think a C-section is less traumatic than a normal birth, watch some video footage. Yeah. Uh, I was at a pediatric conference once and they just showed us birth video after birth yeah. video and we're wow. all gasping and like, oh my goodness. You know, there's a lot of force that goes into yeah. pulling on the head and neck, yeah. whether it's a C-section or normal delivery. Okay. Uh, you know, techniques I think are changing some with the normal delivery to try not to pull on the head. But, yeah. you know, C-section, they want to keep that scar as small as possible right. for the mom's benefit. Right. Yeah. So they still have to put a lot of pressure. So they, I know in school they taught us on average 70 pounds of force is what goes into the infant's head, neck, and spine during a normal delivery. Wow. So if anything goes wrong, shoulder gets stuck, baby's not positioned just right there's going to be even more force going into their head neck and spine and we all went through that yeah all the falls that we have yeah um, the mental stress the chemical stressors any any form of stress can have a very similar reaction with hormone level changes um, in the body that trigger it more towards inflammation so okay you know we'll see the effect the impact on the musculoskeletal system even somebody had a mentally traumatic event happen um so all of those traumas just add up and lead into imbalances. You know, when we fall, we don't always fall perfectly symmetrical. We yeah. fall more to one side. We're right-hand dominant or left-hand dominant. So one part of our body's getting used way more than the other side. So okay. by the time we see a patient that's into adulthood that's not been adjusted regularly, yeah. they're a structural mess. Steph, she came home at the end of week three, and she's like, I'm almost equal. I'm almost there. She's so excited. Good. I'm so glad. Well, I can attest to that mental, the mental stressors. I think there was one time I was on your table, and you literally just touched my neck. I think I just started sobbing. 
And yeah. you, you had to take me to a different room because I just <laughs> fell apart on your table. But, but it I, wasn't like a physical pain, right? It was everything you were going yeah, it through? Was, is that what you're saying? It was saying, the mental yeah, and anxiety yeah, okay. and stress and how much that can affect your yeah. skeletal system. Yeah. I mean, I didn't hurt my body, but my body was hurt because right. of all the, the tension. Right. Um, and yeah, so... Yeah. yeah. There's a good book <laughs> I out. I can to that. My patient brought me to read. I haven't read it yet. It's called The Body Keeps a Score. Uh, yeah. And it yeah. talks about mm-hmm. mental traumas and yeah. how the body holds on to that. And yeah. we even see that one technique we do at the office called torque release technique. That's an instrument-based adjustment. They teach how when you analyze and you find the body's primary misalignment, that's so you know it's so important to fix that to the human body. When you fix that, it'll go into another pattern of misalignment. Mm. Yeah. And how as we go through those patterns, we can take a patient back into a pattern where they were when a traumatic event happened in life. So we've had patients literally cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When yeah. we do an adjustment because yeah. of this emotional release, mm-hmm. or it brings back a mm-hmm. trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's absolutely amazing. The human body is amazing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, you have a fundraiser going on right now. We is do. that right? Talk about that. Yes, right now we all new patients we see at the Danville Clinic and Westville Clinic. So the the exam consultation and one set of x-rays is $40 right now. We're donating that to the Women's Care Clinic. So we know this is a big month for them with yes. their Walk for Life. Yes. We're we're excited. We are advocates for their mission. We want to do whatever we can to mm-hmm. preserve life. Well, we love the Women's Care Clinic, Absolutely. and we're excited. The Walk for Life is two and a half weeks away. Yep. I mean, coming really, really quickly. But um, I'm the rare exception, Chris. I started chiropractic care without any issues. Mm-hmm. Um, at my former church in Clinton, uh, one of my friends, I was friends with Rennie and Stephanie Kluver. She's a chiropractor. And she said, hey, I really want you to come, and I want to bless you with it. And I was like, well, my back's okay. I don't mm-hmm. need to go to the chiropractor. Mm-hmm. And I've learned the value of what would you call wellness? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. ha- the difference that the regular adjustments make, it's played or paid huge dividends in my life. Really yeah, good abso- stuff. Absolutely. You know, it's like kind of the difference, I guess. And, you know, we can brush our teeth at home, but when you go to the dentist and get that thorough yeah. cleaning, yeah. there's a difference. There's a different level yeah. of cleaning. So you can stretch, you can do yoga, you can exercise, yeah. you can do things that are good for your alignment. But when you come to us and we get to analyze your body and find where the problems are at and work on those, it's another level of mm-hmm. feel good. Mm-hmm. The other thing I'll throw out just in my life, I hurt my arm really bad this year. I'm not even really sure how I did. And I went, I, I see Dr. Ritchie and um, he, you know, looked at it, examined it, put together a, a, a plan for like three weeks. I didn't feel like anything changed. And mm-hmm. I just felt like this is not working. And he just said, Hey, you know, sometimes it takes longer mm-hmm. Hang in there, you know, have confidence it's going to happen. I kid you not, two weeks later, I felt like a new man. And it was mm. just that regular rhythm. But mm-hmm. I guess I throw that out because I think sometimes we're so, uh, we want those instantaneous yeah. results. We want it today. Yes. And it doesn't happen like that all of the time. Yeah, that's right. The body takes time to get sick. It takes time to get well. Yeah. We all want it to be fast. Sometimes it is. Sometimes there's those those miracle adjustments where it's amazing what a difference in the first one. But mm-hmm. most of the time, it's going to take time. So we, we spend a lot of time educating patients and trying to make it make sense so they know what to expect. And yeah. when you can do that, mm-hmm. they're much more patient, mm-hmm. right. much more patient patients. Yeah. <laughs> So this Saturday is the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Mm-hmm. Bean Han was talking about it earlier. You remember where you were 20 years ago when uh, this terrible day unfolded? I do. I was in chiropractic college in St. Louis. Yeah. And I, re- I still remember I was in pathology class. Mm-hmm. And I remember them letting us out of class. And we all went to the cafeteria downstairs and watched the, the news. And, oh, my goodness. You know, yeah, I'll never forget 
Yeah. That feeling of looking up at the TV and seeing that that plane go into the the tower and the second one coming, and so they let us out of school. Yeah, um, I remember going back. We lived, me and Daisha lived downtown St. Yeah. Louis, right down by the Arch, and she was watching it at home. So we just went and watched it, and yeah, terrible. So yeah, I think I'll always remember that day. Hard to believe it's been twenty years. You know, when no, you it, think about it, it's just, just a college kid. Yeah. yeah. Now wow, look at my beard. It's 20 great. years later, man. I know. <laughs> hey, I think one of the things that maybe listeners don't know is that one and one of the things I love about your offices is the Christian music that you always have playing in there, WBGL, um, but that you're a worship leader. And so mm-hmm. I want to throw that in that we we just appreciate yeah. that you're not just a an adjuster but uh, of, of bones, but you are involved in just in adjusting people's spirits through the gift of music. And so I especially want to thank you for being involved here at Second and doing that. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Stephanie. Yeah. You've been a big part of that to mentor me and encourage me over the years and teach me things because I wasn't trained in music. I just picked up a guitar as a teenager and had a few friends that learned. And so I kind of learned along with them. I can't read, I still can't read music, but you can read a chord chart. I can read a chord chart. And it's kind uh, of music, kind of, right? It's very dumbed down, uh, but that's awesome. I think that's something God can use to know about you that, you know, you're heavily involved as an elder here at second and and leading worship. And so appreciate that you're involved here. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I love it. Well, Dr. Chris Robinson, thank you for your continued sponsorship of Direct Line, and thanks for taking time to be with us this week. It's a pleasure. I appreciate what you guys do. All right. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIP. Ready to lace up your tennis shoes to support local families? Invite some friends and join us for the 2021 Women's Care Clinic It's Time to Win Walk for Life. This year's event is Saturday, September 25th at 9 a.m. in Lincoln Park in Danville. Every dollar raised is used to provide life-affirming medical services and education, along with love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. Plus, all walkers who raise $150 in gifts and pledges receive a free t-shirt. Come and make a difference by supporting Women's Care Clinic, where we're changing lives one decision at a time. To sign up or learn more about It's Time to Win Walk for Life on September 25th, call 217-431-0987. 
Women's Care Clinic, changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, September 9. It's Greg and Stephanie. We've had a great show. Bean Han, Chris Robinson. Great sponsors. Yes, yes. Church members, friends. Yeah. You know, we didn't hit it hard. Just a reminder. I, I love that Robinson Chiropractic in Danville and Westville is doing this fundraiser for the Women's Care Clinic right now. What do you say? $40 for that initial charge. Sam, you get a whole bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. Your x-ray. I think, they're giving yeah. it all to the WCC. And so the Walk for Life, I looked it up. It's going to be Saturday, September 25 at Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. But then following the walk, they're going to have a festival. There's going to be right. food trucks. There's going to be music. Um, I'm praying for good weather. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a great day. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, we couldn't do Direct Line without all of our wonderful sponsors. And so, Stephanie, who are the Direct Line sponsors we are thanking? Well, you've already heard from da- uh, Chris Robinson, uh, Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic. And we've heard from Bean Han, uh, the team at Han's but we're also thankful for Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, and Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance. Okay, so you know that I'm a huge pro-life guy, yep. and I'm guessing that there are many people that listen to this show that agree with me on this one, and I'm guessing there's some people, I mean, we're AM radio, there's probably mm-hmm. people right now right. Uh, saying you couldn't be more off base, but I'm, I've always been pro-life, you know, as mm-hmm. long as I've known about it, and Texas has passed a new mm-hmm. law. They call it the heartbeat law. Right. And in essence, it's basically stopped almost all abortions in Texas. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's a very good thing. There's a lot of people that think it's a very bad thing. It right. could be very divisive. Mm-hmm. But um, this week, a crazy thing happened on social media. Several women went to TikTok. Now, have you ever been to TikTok? And they, they, they are doing what they're called. It's not called. a place that you go well, to, Greg. Well, that's true. Have you you ever, don't go have to you TikTok. Have you ever watched Yes, TikTok? I have watched that's a TikTok, yes. <laughs> so um, I was on Twitter, and I saw the TikTok video okay. on Twitter. Okay. But these women are saying that until the law changes in Texas, they are all going on board with a sex boycott. So now, here's my thing. Isn't that a positive for the pro-life movement? If people are saying we're not going to be... Promiscuous, right? You're not going to get pregnant. Yeah, I, and to you're me, not that's. Have, I mean, to me, that I, I don't know. Yeah, that's the argument I've always had. It's, yeah. I believe in women's choice. Yep. It's your choice to get right. pregnant. Right. But my point on the whole thing to the TikTokers that are out there is, um, <laughs> you're you're kind of doing what we would like you to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't know. I thought maybe I was the only one that. No, that makes thought, sense. It does make sense. You no, know, for for my point, but not necessarily for their point, right? I guess. I, 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 don't I, I don't know. I mean, it I don't know. I don't know what crazy the, what's the point are they trying? What point well, are they trying to They're basically saying we're gonna not let anybody have what they're looking for till this law changes. My point is, you won't have any unwanted pregnancies, so there won't be a exactly. need. So I don't know. Exactly. Maybe I'm the only one that thought I, I, that I don't was. Know. Have just, you ever seen anything on TikTok besides that? Was uh, that the first thing I you've ever seen do on TikTok? A lot. Yeah, I, I'm not a big TikToker. Yeah. How about you? 
No, not really. Well, we did but have, didn't we have the the <laughs> Satanist on TikTok earlier? I think a couple <laughs> I months think ago. But anyway, so. this I segment know. is dying on a vine. Okay, so let's get to the history. All right, because you're an avid pro-life fan, but I you're am. also an avid history. I love my buff. history, and this you week do. in history, I'll tell you, I had a hard time deciding what three to pick. All right, there's so much. I thought you so, said more than three. Well, no, I only sent three. Um, although I could have probably done ten if I had enough wow, time. Big so week. you know, maybe WDAN will bring me back for the nine o'clock hour to keep going with. <laughs> history, but maybe not. Um, This week in 1636, that's 385 years ago, ago. the Massachusetts Puritans, you know about the Puritans, don't Mm -hmm. you? Mm -hmm. They founded the very first higher education institution in America, Harvard Harvard. College at the time. Now, Harvard University, do you know why it's named Harvard? I don't. It's named after a preacher, an English Protestant minister by the name of John Harvard. He'd immigrated to America. He helped found the institution. And get this, on his deathbed, he bequeathed half his estate and his entire college, 400 volumes, to the fledgling college. Well, weren't most um, higher education, they were founded by Christians. And they were founded to be preacher training institutions, correct. Yes, yes. Dartmouth uh, Mm -hmm. University, Mm -hmm. one of the Ivy League schools in uh, beautiful, beautiful New Hampshire, was originally founded as Moore's Missionary Institute. That is correct. Now, here's the irony in it. Harvard's probably one of your more liberal Liberal, institutions, and they made news last week. I don't know if you saw this or not. They elected as head of chaplains, chief chaplain, a man by the name of Greg Epstein. You know Mm -hmm. what's interesting about He's an atheist. He's an atheist. Now, I want to push back because it seems like you're going to kind of make fun of this a little bit. I'm not making fun of anything. uh, I'm just saying I don't know that I've ever heard of an atheist chaplain. Atheist chaplain. It's a new one for me. I I I follow Timothy Keller, who is a preacher in I love Tim Keller. And he actually he has given it two thumbs up. Not, I don't think that he's giving it two thumbs up, but he's saying don't be, don't push back so much. So I would okay. like to find out more what yeah. he means by that. Yeah. Um, I need to look into it. Well, what, do you, what do you think four, about it? There's actually 40 chaplains. Um, well, I'll put it like this. I had it doesn't someone, make sense. I had someone but. from my high school days that this morning on Facebook said, I'm asking for good thoughts for my son. He's got a lot of challenges in life ahead of him. Okay. And I want to say to myself, and I'm just being blunt, he doesn't need good thoughts. thoughts. He needs prayer. Prayer. Correct. Okay. And I don't know if she's just being politically correct or how mm-hmm. that plays out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. I love them all. Mm-hmm. But my point is, you know, <laughs> when someone's in a foxhole in World War II, right. they, weren't, they weren't asking for good thoughts. Correct. They were asking for prayer. They were praying themselves. So I'm not sure what an atheist chaplain would do, but right. I just found it ironic. I do I do too, but I am going to research okay. a little bit. Push Timothy back. Keller's. Can you um, give us an update next week, maybe? I, I will try to do that okay. and see what his thoughts were, at least on Facebook. I saw he posted on it. All right. So, so yeah. Harvard, okay. number one. All right. Number two, this week in 1974, President Gerald Ford pardons President Richard Nixon. He'd only been president for a month. We were six. We were six. Do you remember that? Uh, we were actually I mean, five. Five. I do think. You, do you remember? Five. I don't remember any of it. I remember seeing Ford yep. on the. I, I, I don't, don't remember, remember seeing much Nixon, about it. but I remember seeing Ford but, on the TV. But here's the thing yeah. that I want to see if you can figure out. Do you know how Gerald Ford is the most unique president in American history? Is he the only one that has gotten in after someone that was impeached? Nope. No. No. Nope. Okay. He's the only person to serve as president that was never elected as president or vice president. 
Okay, so who was Nixon's well, vice Agnew president? Agnew was vice okay, president. He had to resign uh, in shame. Okay. Ford becomes vice president in 73, becomes president in 74, runs for re-election wow. in 76. And doesn't make loses. it. Loses. Yeah. So wow. I just found that interesting. Wonder, so. Yeah, that is interesting. I wonder, wild. I wonder have, you, have you ever read his book or anything about any what his it. thoughts are on, on how that all unfolded? Ford? Yeah. Or Nixon? Ford. Yeah, no, was he the Speaker of the House? Is that how he got in? I think in? he was, yeah. Okay, because that would be yeah. the line, right? That's right. That's right. One more thing. Right. Our time is short. On this date, September of 1998, Mark McGuire hits home run number 62, breaking a 37-year record held by Roger Maris and Stephanie. I loved baseball in 1998. It was Mark McGuire versus Sammy Sosa. It was Cardinals versus Cubs. It captivated the entire nation, and I can tell by your expression, you couldn't care less. I, I really don't care. Yes. I bet, bet it felt good. I bet the guy felt really yeah. good when he hit that yeah. home run, though. Of course, most people have written off both of those guys because <laughs> of all the steroids. <laughs> okay. But it was a great moment 23 years ago. <laughs> I see. Uh, all right. Hey, that's all I got. Good great show this week yeah thanks right. for having me well thank again. you all for listening to direct line on behalf of my friend steph spangler this is greg taylor saying so long we'll see you next week